This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hello and welcome to the bonus episode of That Peter Crouch Podcast made in partnership with Peloton. Uh, we're here because Chris has made um, a few big shouts, Chris, didn't you, in the, in, in the end of the last series, saying that you were going to get fit. How has that gone? I'd had a drink and um, what, had happened, <laughs> what had happened, Crouchy, was I over-promised and under-delivered. Right. Um, because when we were in the midst of the final episode and we were a few louts in, I was very adamant that, right, I'm going to go get fit. I'm going to come back for the new series. I'm going to treat that gap as a bit of a kind of like back stronger, but like be physically stronger. What ended up happening is I had louts every day from there on in. <laughs> I, I, I left my job. <laughs> several life events happened yeah. and then we regrouped now and it was only yesterday I thought oh, I really need to get going on this yeah I thought it was a big call because over the course of the summer when the sun's out as you say you must have had parties when you left Radio 1 and you know big send-offs how you're going to get fit in that period I, I couldn't quite get my head around and it appears that my fears were, were correct yeah Exactly. And um, it has inspired what, what you're about to hear now, really, which is the semblance of a plan, um, but more organised than really what was happening, which was just uh, I was left to my own motivation to try and get fit. I don't think there's really uh, that much wider interest in my own personal fitness, but I think I could be an example of someone that's gone from this, as you see right now, uh, to, to someone that is match fit. Okay. Are you, are you fit, Dave? I've actually had a back problem. Have you? Yeah, Crouchy, have you had any back problems playing football? Uh, yeah, I think basically being eight foot doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it's not great for your back. Um, but the thought of getting on a bike, Chris, is not really my... It's not really my cup of tea. I don't. I, I'm not great. I'm not great on a bike. No, well, you're not designed for bikes. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, listen, I've done this. I've done the Tony Pulis um, preseason, which involves bikes on very steep hills in Austria, and it it, it didn't suit my kind of fitness. Mm. How are you on a bike? Well, I love it because I. I, I tried running right, and I found it really difficult. I would love to be a good runner, and actually, I'm one of those people that committed to doing the London Marathon. Then. Basically found excuses to bail, <laughs> which I feel, I actually do feel really, I feel, I've actually made myself feel worse by having to do that. But what happened is I committed, started running, and then genuine life stuff got in the way, my job, everything, like, there's been some heavy things that happen. And um, I end up bailing on that. But cycling I've always enjoyed because it's, it is good fitness, but I feel... I get further than running because when I try and get into running, I'm like a kilometre in. I'm at the co-op down the road. Get yourself a magnum. And I'm just like, this. I'm not it's going, not this, isn't, yeah. this isn't worth, like run, I would like to be a runner and I know it takes a lot to get there and I, I do think I will get there eventually, but I'd like to be a runner that can run 15 miles, you know, go yeah. some distance, explore. I mean, cycling in general, I quite enjoy getting on a bike and cycling... Because I can get further than running. That's what I'm saying. Right. So the thing is, with, with what's going on, and obviously we can do this now, Peloton were listening to the podcast where I made these audacious claims about getting fit, have got in touch, and we've managed to make it work that they can come and get involved in the podcast and support <laughs> support maybe making this happen. Um, but Dave, I'm sort of buzzing about it a bit because I think that this might be the kick up my ass that I need. And I also, I feel, I feel a bit... I generally had a lot going on and I think this might be a way to feel a bit better as well. I think this is a true Chris Stark Chumbawamba moment. I think this is it. You know, you've 
been knocked down a little bit and you're going to get back up. When will you say you were at your fittest? Um, well, peak start was year six. Year six, yeah. I remember you saying <laughs> that peak start, you know, so as footballers, peak 27, 28. But you said year six, which is would make you 11. 11, yeah. <laughs> but what I mean, Crouch, is peak in terms of football could be different to your physical peak as you rate it. Or it could be yeah. just you as a general person. It could be your happiness mixed with fitness mixed with, do you know what I mean, a peak in life. Yeah, yeah. So, life so let me peak. ask you, when would you say your footballing peak was? Footballing peak around, around yeah, between 24 to 28. Life 20. peak so far. Yes, there's so many components to that. In Sweden? Mm, he but you, he's not allowed to say that. No, but no, I, I no. She doesn't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> um, I, I think I could be totally honest with you, and I think because I, I think then like I was having a lot of fun and stuff like that, but I, I did look like plug from the Beano. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like, I, I actually think I've improved slightly with with age looks wise. Potentially, I do think I'm slightly better than I was. I was a complete gawp from <laughs> um, fourteen to sort of. 25, really. No, later, maybe 30 even. I think my, my 30s, I improved a bit. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm a 10 out of 10, but I'm better than a complete goal. All right, so my third question then is, what about your fitness peak? So if you're looking at it as a ratio of sort of age to fitness... My decline, like... is a decline of fitness now uh, at 41. Um, to, I'm, I'm miles off where I was in my 20s, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, but relative to 41, you're doing all right, aren't you? I think as 41-year-olds go, I'd say I'd, I'd be on the upper echelon, potentially. So, but... I mean, this is what really excites me, is because we've got an opportunity here for, for you boys and, and everyone listens to this podcast to give me my peak. But also, shouldn't you be compared to, like, top DJs? So you've actually, you know, Crouchy's compared to footballers. Good point. Top DJs. You, you don't Chris. need to be fit to be a DJ, do you? F- you have to famously. Stay up quite late. No. Um, Calvin Harris looks all right. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair point. <laughs> I don't know why he does that. I mean, there's questions there, actually, <laughs> isn't there? Like, it's not needed for his job. He's, I get he's doing that for himself and he feels good. But he must be working out. So, like, how can you get in at four or five in the morning, which he obviously does? When is he working out? That's what I want to know. Like, mm. what? Evenings? Early so also evening? Joel Corey, I guess. Very good-looking uh, guy, isn't he? DJ. But they've changed the game. It's like, I suppose, you know, lots of players changed the game. You know, Thierry Henry came came over here and, you know, <laughs> just, just you know, Gianfranco, they were eating better. You know, is that is that the same with DJs now? Are they, I think you're right. Are they, are, you know, the Wenger of the DJ just changed the whole face of the game. Who was that? Who, who, who changed it for the... I think you're spot on. I think, like, looking back at it, is it the same as, like, 90s footballers to now you're, like, super trim, um, you know, it's all sports science, it's all that. There's a lot of people around them to make them look good. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, obviously, like, Chris Moyles was, like, a 90s kind of DJ. (laughs) And obviously, but even he's evolved now. You know, he is now a much fitter specimen than... And he was because it's, you know, this eating more healthy and, and training has, has come into the DJ world as well as, the, as it did in the football. So I think, Chris, we're at a point where we kind of know where we're going, but we might need a bit more structure. You boys have now stepped in and got a plan. 
We have, and the plan involves, I've got someone to help you because I know you struggled uh, on your own during the summer, and that man is Tony Bellew. Yeah. He's on the pod. Welcome. Oh, boy. What's <laughs> happening? You sound like you've got yourself in trouble, son. Yeah. A few drinks too many and vote checks, your ass couldn't cash. <laughs> That's basically my life summed up, really. Now that really is. <laughs> That's... You're in DP, son. Mm. You know when you die, right, and people pay tributes, and they're like, he was such a talented, so, like, mm. that's exactly what people will say about me. It'll be Chris Stark, he wrote checks he couldn't cash. Mm. That's it, right there. <laughs> you mentioned that, Chris. You mentioned totally it off you. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, <laughs> little quote. Everyone's lovely. Hopefully don't put it on my box. Like, it's just going to be your box, not mine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> This is classic podcast behaviour. So yeah. Peloton got involved when I made these sort of audacious claims in the, in the last episode. It's great because we can do this sort of thing now. They came, offered, come get involved, send a bike, all this sort of thing. You can, you know, we'll get you fit. And next I hear Tony Bellew's going to be in, in the pub. <laughs> she sends me a message. Tony Bellew's going to be in the pub. He's going to help you get ready. Um, something to do with Peloton. I was like, all right. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds great. Do you, do you use the Peloton, right? So you're... I do. You're into it. I, I do, and I love it, and I'll tell you the story how and why in a second, but I'll just give you a little quick story of why you shouldn't have a phone or agree to anything when alcohol is in your body. Because the last time I agreed to something and alcohol was in my body, I ended up getting beaten up by a fellow called Alexander Usyk. <laughs> <laughs> so you shouldn't agree deals when alcohol is in the system. I was on my honeymoon, officially retired from professional boxing, Someone showed me a fight that Alexander Usyk was having on the TV, told me to watch it. That maniac screamed my name out after the fight. I want Tony Bell with four belts around his waist. Pissed as an absolute fart. I phoned up Eddie Ian. Bear in mind, I've just beat David Hay in a rematch. I'm retired. I've just had my wedding, which Eddie was at, and I said, Eddie, make the fight. Eddie's words were, Tone, you don't need that. You're happily retired. I was at your wedding last week. You've done it. You've cracked life. You've you, you've made enough money to never have to work again. You've done it all right. I said, if you don't make the fight, I'll make it. He went, not a problem. I'll make it. Because <laughs> the, the thought of him losing a penny, never mind a pound, <laughs> he would have lost sleep. So the next day, I woke up. I've got four missed calls off at the end next morning. It's about half ten in the morning. He says, it's all done. It's sorted. I said, first of all, you've called me four times. You don't call me once a month. I, you make, I've got four missed calls off you. He said, it's all done, it's sorted. I said, what do you mean? He said, do you sick fight? I said, I have no idea what you're on about. He oh, said, you phoned me last night and told me if you don't, if I don't make the fight, you'll make it yourself. And that's how the fight with Alexander Usyk. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't that, aware you should of very, yeah. You should learn. <laughs> the greatest thing you can anyone can ever teach you in life is learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. You've already fucked up. <laughs> So we are going to get... I have got a Peloton, yes. Uh, I'm the idiot who a long, long time ago had the chance to get a Peloton. Said my house was full up at the minute, didn't need one. 18 months passes, we hit lockdown. I'm now phoning Peloton asking, is that offer still available to get the bike? Uh, my wife pleaded with me to get it because I was going out on four-hour bike rides during lockdown. So I am now an avid Peloton user. I use it most days, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's got me in good shape. It got me ready for Creed 3. That was a big part of, of me training. I'm, I'm well in sync with Peloton. You've absolutely had it. No, I think I, a in lot trouble, of what you're right? saying is, is resonating. And I don't like this, this trouble thing because I'd like to think this could be collaborative, potentially. <laughs> um, 
it's just funny how life turns out, isn't it? You say so. It's amazing what you say. You say something pissed, and then next thing, Tony Bellew's in front of you, mm. telling you it's going to, um, you gonna know, end, we're, gonna, we're gonna about to badly. work. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, in terms of the fitness and that sort of coinciding with, you know, good mental health. Yes, that's a big thing that probably brought you through lockdown. Yeah, that and a really good wife. To be fair, because I couldn't take much more of them kids. Uh, <laughs> He was sending me insane. How old are yours? I've got, I've got four myself. I've got four boys, yeah. 17, 14, 9, and I've got the best little brat ever who's two. <laughs> and he intense, is, mate, he's my last little project. He is the, the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I was, you know, you'll know, Crouchy, you've yeah. been travelled all around the world playing football. You've been away for weekends, but weeks at a time, weekends at a time, every other weekend you're away. Uh it's similar for boxing. You're away for months and months at a time. Camps 12 weeks. I used to live in Sheffield. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, every that's great week. because you can escape because it's your job. Admit it. That's it's not a job, mate. Getting punched in the face is not, not really a job. It's a way of life. It's not nice. Sorry, Stark. But what I mean, like, what I mean is you've managed to do this with golf as well, haven't yeah, you? You, yeah. you, you go need to away, take yourself you get... out. You need to take yourself... I think it's minimum four hours. That's why the bike was obviously very good for you. <laughs> but, but this is why... Um, golf for me is a, is, a, is a four to seven hour day. There you go. Seven hours. And it's longer for me because I'm definitely worse than him. <laughs> but I don't think I could get away with four hours on the Peloton. Why are you but... stopping you? Well, no one's, I guess no one's stopping me. I Come on, Stark, you're making excuses already. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely good for people's mental health. I mean, training just helps clear the mind. And I know mental health is the easy way to use these days, And but everyone's going through something. There's not a person in the world who lives a perfect life. The perfect life does not exist in any way, shape, or form. I don't care whether you're the richest person in the world or whether you're the most broke fucking on the planet. No one's living a perfect life. So everyone needs to get up and do something with themselves whether it's going for a walk, whether it's getting on a peloton, whether it's getting on a bike, just do something. It does help mm. clear your mind. So yeah, I'll definitely... I, I think you're right in that. And, and I've got to say, like over the summer, like it's, it's been weird. There's been job changes and all sorts with me. And I, I have ended up um, like going out a lot more and drinking a lot more and stuff like that. And here's that weird thing where I do enjoy it. And I'm not... I don't want to go down the easy route here of going, oh, you know, I feel horrendous. I feel quite good about myself at the moment. But I... Um, I also think when you're fitter, I do think it does something. Even if you're not really in the mood to do the fitness, it does do something. I I really do think that is the case. Like if I felt fitter, yeah, yeah. If I felt fitter, I think I would. I would also feel a bit fitter of mind as well. Mm. That that was the thing for me. Like when I retired from football, I thought, right, I'll just chill now. I I can't put on weight. Never been able to put on weight in my life. Like I have the opposite problem to to a lot of people. Um, So I just chilled for like two and a half years. Probably I didn't do a lot, and I thought I'll try and actually put on weight. Honestly, so then I have to now exercise. Bizarre problem of having to exercise now to feel better. Yeah, but also. To keep weight on, you know what okay. I mean. So yeah. I, I eat more. Like I know it's bizarre for yeah. so many people, well, but this is my sense. problem. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, if I don't exercise, which I did all my life, I realise I don't eat as much. So then mm. I don't I actually don't I actually lose weight. So I, I need yourself. to like train to. Everyone's got their own individual scenario or situation. It makes sense what you're saying. If you don't train, you don't eat as much, and then you just end up get down in a slump. I think my peak fitness was year six. And what I really want because of all those <laughs> things combined. It's uh, eleven. Year six? Yeah, I think it was. Like there was no other year past that where I could say I was physically or mentally or, you know, 
bundle of those things together at my peak. Jesus Christ. But the great thing about being alive is is you could still have a peak, couldn't you? Potentially, but if it was in year six, mate, it's a long, long <laughs> way back. When was your peak physical fitness? Uh, I'd say the best I ever felt physically. Probably the day of day rematch. Yeah. Best I ever felt. So I think I was 30... Bloody hell, see, I can't even make too many punches to the head. I am punchy, by the way, just a bit. Uh, I don't even know my age, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't want to say how old I am now, but I, I think I was about 34, 35. I was just so fit, so driven, so everything went perfect besides getting my rib cracked with about two weeks to go. Everything was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that was fantastic, but that's the best I ever felt. I mean, I genuinely believe I would have defeated King Kong that night. Really? Just, I was the one night in my life, even though I had a cracked rib, I was... I was perfect, absolutely perfect. And that's never happened to me before or since. I bet it's great news because you're talking about a peak age 34, 35, my age. So this is the thing, you'll take the piss out of me, but... Best is yet to come. Yeah. Best is yet to come, that's what I'm saying, Tony. And like, I do, jokes aside, I would like to have one point in my life where I could say other than year six, I hit a peak. So how does it work? I've not actually linked up with anyone on the Peloton. Do we... Um, what, what do we do from here? Let's just look at the likes of Alex Toussaint, Ben Aldis. Uh, and there's a few others on there. Yeah, absolutely. Go on them, right? Matt, Matt Wilpers. Matt Wilpers is a good one. Uh, follow me. I'm on there. There's, I'm going to say my name. Okay, might as well. Fuck it. Uh, EFC B52. I don't really <laughs> like sticking my, but there, that's me. Uh, and my location is the moon. <laughs> that's where people like me belong Elon Musk will get me there one day I think we're at this stage of this where I would like I like the idea of Tony being there or thereabouts to, to help me get to that stage that's how I'm seeing this really but I, I get the impression you want something more competitive than that uh, I don't think it's it's not going to be a challenge unless it's competitive yeah. if you're just cycling it's boring competitive for the rest against of myself I think that's no against Tony right <laughs> Right, well, well, let's figure this out. But in the short term, thank you, Tony. You be Tony. Me <laughs> it's you be Tony, uh, boxing match. I feel like Eddie. Oh, and and, and if, you, if you win, that's the next step. <laughs> that, bikes, that's a celebrity boxing match I'd love to see. <laughs> Stark value. Stark, mate, you're going to need Stark's Iron Man suit to beat me in a boxing match. Oh, my Eddie God, it's happening right already. It's the, super, it's the face-off already, I'm look. I'm super competitive, mate. I'm, so, I'm really sorry. You're in trouble, mate. I'm really, really sorry. Like, I can't even let my kids beat me on FIFA. Good. I'm not bad, so yeah. you've absolutely had it, mate. And I don't just want to, like, beat you by the skin of my teeth. I want to absolutely smash the granny out of you. Lovely to meet Do you. Do you want um, to <laughs> sorry, come Sam. back with some trash talk no. for a little bit? None What's at the all. Point? <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing to be gained from it at all. So we've been through the challenge where we want you to go, Chris, to the peak. Uh, thanks to Peloton, you're going to be armed with a few things. Motivational instructors, thousands of workouts, and loads of music to, to, to choose from. We're talking the likes of Spice Girls, J-Lo, yeah. Beyonce. Love it. I, I've, I have checked it out. It is brilliant. You can sort of choose a Beyonce ride if you want. So Crouchy, like, you've not had to go on one knees yet, have you? So it's like you can choose a 20-minute or a 30-minute pop ride, hip-hop ride rock ride then you can choose the instructors as well Tony mm. who do you go instructor for instructor of choice Alex Toussaint is my mate AT yeah. every single time yep he yeah. is my boy because of purely because of the music and his workouts are killers lovely to meet you Tony as well yeah. thanks for coming on the podcast you and... too my mate thank you for having me alright Tony thanks a lot man appreciate it absolute pleasure 
Chris, as well as Tony giving you a bit of a kick up the arse, we've enlisted the help of Ben Aldis. Ben, apparently you're one of the most popular UK Peloton instructors. Statistically, uh, why? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been there four years now, so that's probably one of the reasons. Probably they, people just know my faces more more than others. Um, but yeah, I mean, my background was in uh, sort of athletics. Um, I actually worked in finance before I did Peloton, but I've trained a lot of different um, sort of celebrities and um, you know, Peloton has seven million members, so. I've had my fair, fair share of experience um, coaching and motivating a lot of people. So, is Chris your biggest challenge? I would say so. Yeah, I, we we are. Why? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not true. Just, I've just heard what he's been talking about. He's he's feeling nervous, isn't Shall he? I tell you why this is weird. Is like because you guys have got this bizarre level of fame that I think I need to explain to you, Crouchy, Ooh. as well, in that these guys have so many social media followers, obviously loads of people that are watching them do the classes on Peloton that they've sort of become famous. Yeah, like, in, okay. in their own right. I should shout out my wife here, who I, I understand is a big fan of yours and several other male instructors that I sometimes hear when I go in and offer a drink. <laughs> She's, you know, she, it's it's... Everyone's involved. Look, Chris, I'm going to come in and save you there. What actually is going to be the 10-week challenge that he's going to do? So, yeah, he's got uh, 10 weeks of training. Um, so, this is going to be a mixture of lots of different things. Obviously, you're aware of Peloton. One of the great things about Peloton is music. So, we're going to give you a wide range of different music sort of genres. Um, we have like 80s, 90s, dance music, hip-hop. You're going to be doing a mixture of like bike, um, maybe some outdoor runs. I, was, I wasn't aware of this. I'll be honest. Like I've seen the bite. I've seen a couple of videos of people doing boxing. I wasn't aware there was a wider. I think it's thing. quite. It can when you're a new person to Peloton, it can be a bit of a maze. Like there's so much content available, right? So you have um, just to name a few. You have the bite. You have the treads. You have outdoor runs. You have boxing. You've got hit cardio. You've got strength. You've got yoga. So it, there's really something for everyone. You but, love a bit of yoga, don't you? Well, I do, yeah, but I didn't know. Like, so how does that work? Like, so if I'm doing box, like, how does that work? So with the Bike Plus, you can flip the screen around yeah. and you just like tap yourself into the class and you just, it's shadow boxing, right? Yeah. Um, so you follow that simply just following the screen. But on the app as well, um, you can sort of stream the app onto a TV. We have the app on Sky, on lots of different sort of like streaming platforms. Um, and also with the Peloton Guide, it will track you. So our strength workouts... Mm actually um, track you while you're doing the workout. So it will sort of be your accountability partner along the way. So we'll get you doing some strength workouts. Mm. Um, so the mix should really help you so you're ready to, to take on uh, Tony at the end of it. Will I be at my peak? My life peak? This is what I'm <laughs> entrusting you with, Ben. The picture that will be used of me in my passing. You know, the one that will be like... Sort of the men's health cover model yeah, that's peak it. that's what is that what you're after I want, that would be amazing uh, it? no because that's unrealistic this this is what i really want to establish with this i'm still I, i'm not going to i'm not going to be like i'm not doing that sort of ripped like suddenly bronze suddenly i just want to be the best version of my average self i think that's amazing honestly like i think um if you know if if i'm taking on as a client what I would say to you straight up is like, what are your goals? Like, if we've got 10 weeks, where would you like to get to? And I think that's a great goal because like, let's be honest, not all of us are going to even aspire to be the men's health cover model. And lots of people would have to sacrifice so much to get to that. So, you know, you're probably just working out to have a bit of fun so you can go out, have a, have a couple of beers and, and not feel, you know, 
as bad if you're necking like three or four beers or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's what we'll get you to, you know, the fittest and happiest and healthiest that you've felt um, in, in a long while or, or ever. So that's, that's the goal. I've got a couple of questions. <clears throat> Just where, uh, like when you do in Peloton, like is there a base that you do it from or do you do it like at home? Or like yeah, so we have a, a studio based in uh, Covent Garden. Okay. It's got um, there's a cycle studio, a tread studio. So members are now coming back in. We opened the studio back up um, about a month ago. So on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're, we're inviting members in to come experience sort of um, the set and how it's all done. But you also film a lot of coach to camera classes. Um, so these are just us and the cameras. Um, but yeah, it's a massive sort of studio hub. Studio, it's got mirrors all around it as well. Yeah. <laughs> the bike and stuff like that. And they put on a bit of a voice. This is something I wanted to talk to you about because it's interesting hearing you on the podcast right now. I think you're a bit like pilots. You do this um, special voice for when you're coaching. It's like, hi guys, are you ready to ride? Like, is a, it, Yeah, I mean, it's also quite so a challenge sort of to... Motivate, do something to motivate Crouchy. Motivate Crouchy. In your voice, in your yeah. Peloton voice. The Peloton voice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite hard, like, off the bat, but... Um, Is it? Just be like, come on, Crouchy. Like, if I'm, I'm slacking now, like, like, come oh, on, Crouchy. God. 30 seconds more, yeah. we got this, we got this. Ben, my legs are too long for this fucking bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling big time. So ben, what do I do? There's so much, there's so much, you know. Just carry on, keep pedaling. Oh, I'm trying, though. <laughs> just, I'm so bad. <laughs> you're right, though, you're right. And also, it is quite challenging to motivate while doing it with you. I think that's one big thing about Peloton is like, we're not just standing on the sidelines. A lot of personal trainers you see in gyms are just there like, yeah, go on, another one, another one. And they're just standing there. Whereas we are like with you doing it How every step of the way. How many would you do? Like in a, like... So I'm in the studio between like four and five days a week. Um, and while I'm there, I'm teaching between like two and four sessions. But the great thing about Peloton, I think you mentioned it earlier, is like some of the sessions are 10 minutes. So I might go in and film three 10 minutes in a 20 or I might go and film two 60s. Um, I think so one of these vary. guys is going to end up being a football manager. I'm thinking about it now because you've touched upon an important difference which is when they're coaching me on the screen, they're doing the workout, right? So they're on the bike. They're, they're actually going like, turn the resistance up and I'm blowing out my ass. They're, mm. you know, they're just going like, Come on, guys, turn it up another thing. Like, easy. Yeah, easy. Never had this with Tony Poulis. No, but, <laughs> but... Tony Poulis wasn't on a bike on the side. Like, or, or... But what, what I will say is there has been instances in the past where Gianfranco Zola was West Ham manager, for instance, and Glenn Hoddle, England manager, and they're that good that they then put the players to shame. Yeah. And, and it works sort of in, in a negative effect. Like, I remember Craig Bellamy telling me, you know, him and a few of the West Ham boys were taking free kicks and Zola just got pushed them aside and whips it straight in the top. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like 45 years old. You know, yeah. It can be a bit demoralising if so, they join in. Yeah. Whereas Glenn Hoddle, the same, with corners, he just floats it exactly where he wants it and all the England players are like... Yeah. I mean, it's just different, isn't it? Like, I can't imagine if you are in the gym and you guys were on the bikes... It would be weird to have the manager on next to you. Daishi never did that, did he? No, no. Just thinking, Harry never did it. Maybe it's the future. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, listen, like, it, it works. You know, I, th I like to see people doing it with you, without a doubt. It definitely works. Right. Well, here's, here's my next question, Ben. Could the future be a football manager that coaches a team via a screen? Like I yourself? Mean, well, literally like football manager. Yeah, so rather than... <laughs> I mean, in theory, then, you could have one manager for three different teams, couldn't you? And they just put them <laughs> on the, the same teams? Or... <laughs> <laughs> for three different teams. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous, but, but it's all good ideas. 
We're almost running out of time. Some final bits of advice for Chris before he embarks on his 10-week challenge. I think, to be honest, mate, just have fun with it. Like, that's the most important thing. I think the big thing at Peloton that we encourage people to do is just get stuck into lots of different classes. Um, and yeah, just have a bit of fun with it. And hopefully across the next 10 weeks, you're going to just feel good. Great. That's, that's the goal. Um, and obviously, we will be tracking you along the way. I mean, not... <laughs> Every class, there's metrics, there's each, each of the, you know, tech devices are going to be... Sort of keeping track of you along the way. Can so. you stay across? Have a look at the data. If we've got days or, you know, let's say Tuesday might not be the day, get crouchy and get you to give Chris a call. Like this Tuesday, this is the one. Yeah. The extra motivation. Just I'll what? come in. I'll, say, I'll be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not across it yet. So I'd like to get involved as well. So, you know, if we, we, I'll do a class with you. Great. We'll see how we get on. Let's do it. Yeah, we've got a lot of guys who have like big groups of, of WhatsApp groups that like ride together and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe we can get a group of uh, some of our podcast friends on one of these rides, you know? They're from Coronation Street. Carl, <laughs> Mr. Islam. Mr. Islam. The big names. Get, get the crew together. <laughs> get the old band back together. But that's yeah. what it's all about. Like, I think during lockdown was a, a big thing was the, the community side of stuff. Like, mm. getting, like, your mates to just, like, get friendly competition. Obviously, if you come top of the leaderboard, it feels good, but it's not all about the leaderboard. Um, but, yeah. That's what I found. Like, there's loads of the lads that quite a lot of the football boys do. Yeah. Like, have, there's like groups of them, and they're obviously competitive. Of course. And it starts getting, getting stupid. Like, they've really, really got into it. Yeah. And I, I'm probably really late to the party, but they're like, a lot of the lads, I felt, felt like I was missing out a little bit. So, Let's get, Let's involved. get involved. Yeah. Get involved. Yeah. So, it's great to have you part of the team, Ben. Statistically, I can't wait to check it, check it out as well. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Which thing you think you'd be your best day, Chris? Worst day? Um, well, I'm starting a new job soon on a breakfast show. Uh, so I'm up at like half four in the morning. So I'm yet to establish what the best day for this would be. But I'm going to I'm gonna try go for this every day. Um, is your name just Ben? Like, don't you need a better stage name than that? <laughs> ben Ryder or something? Is it? Is it not like... I mean, you can call me wherever you want along the process, but yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that was my... I didn't have a stage name. No, just yeah. Ben. Just Ben. Uh, well, you know, if you want to be like Chris, Tony and Ben, make sure you go and find motivation that moves you with Peloton and visit onepeloton.co.uk to find out more. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her... Let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.